Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball podcast with your boy GD. In this week's episode, I'll be doing my player spotlight on Ray Allen since Steph Curry's about to break his record for the three-point goals made. So we're going to spotlight Ray Allen, guys. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, we're on to the player spotlight, and the player we want to spotlight this week is Ray Allen with Steph Curry on the precipice of beating Ray Allen's record as far as three-pointers made. So let's talk about Mr. Ray Allen, shall we? Ray Allen, uh, 6'5", 205 pounds, a shooting guard. He was born in Merced. California, and this was in July 20th, 1975. He was born actually Walter Ray Allen Jr. He was born on a actually Army Air Force Base, Castle Air Force Base, and his parents were Flora and Allen Walter Allen Sr. so obviously he's a child born of a military family. So he lived in a variety of places, of course, in England, Germany, uh, Oklahoma. And, but he spent his senior years, well, not senior years, but his high school years in Dazelle, South Carolina. And that's in Sumter County in South Carolina. And he played at Hillcrest High School. Well, coming up, he had a English accent for which he got picked on about, you know, from his his time spent, probably his formidable early education years in England. So uh, I guess the accent stuck. So uh, so he got picked on for that. But thankfully, his athletic ability and his work effort, uh, he was able to stand stand out in uh, the area of sports. Any sports he attempted, he stood out. But due to a growth spurt, uh, he it led him to concentrate solely on basketball, which he did. So while while at Hillcrest High School, he led uh, his team to the state title which they won and in that clinching game he scored 25 points grabbed 12 rebounds in that game for the win so so from there he he was choosing colleges to go to he started to get recruited and so forth it came down to two schools the university of kentucky or UConn, and he chose UConn. So UConn is where he went. He spent three years there under the guidance of Coach Jim Calhoun. And in his three years there, he finished, when all was said and done, third all-time on the all-time scoring list. He was an All-American and also Big East Player of the Year his last year there, which was... 1995-96. And actually in that year, 
He also had the single season record for three-pointers made with 115. Then also, too, his Huskies team won the Big East Tournament, which was played at Madison Square Garden. And that was the big showdown in that final game against him and Allen Iverson's Georgetown Hoyas. And actually, both stars didn't play all that great, but Ray Allen did hit the game winner so that gave uh, UConn their Big East title. So, so kudos to him for that. And then when all is said and done, um, at at the time, him and another uh, UConn standout, Rebecca Lobo became the first players to have their jerseys retired at UConn. So, uh, and Rebecca was a pretty fine player at U- UConn as well. Uh, well, one of these days I'll do a player uh, profile on her probably as well. She, she was a pretty good um, college player too. Anyhow, so, so with that, Ray Allen was drafted in the 1996 draft. He was drafted fifth overall, but he was drafted by the Minnesota Timberwolves. But what happened was the Minnesota Timberwolves traded him along with Andrew Lang to Milwaukee to the Milwaukee Bucks. Because Milwaukee, with their fourth pick, they picked Stephon Marbury. So the idea was to pair Marbury with... Kevin Garnett to form that, you know, that uh point guard big man combination over there in Minnesota. So so the deal was made, so Ray Allen goes to Milwaukee. In his rookie season at Milwaukee, he started in all but one game. He averaged thirteen point four points per game, four rebounds, two point six uh assists. So and in that rookie season, he he appeared actually in the dunk contest that same year, but he didn't finish all that great. Um, Cause quiet as kept, um, he was of course he was pretty athletic and he's a pretty good leaper, but he's more more so known for his three point prowess, which we'll talk about uh, as we go along here. So anyhow, so. He eventually made his first All-Star appearance in his fourth season. This is in uh, 2000, the year uh, 2000. So, uh, And that year, he actually led the Milwaukee Bucks in scoring for the first time with 22.1 points per game. Then the following year, which was 2000-2001, he... He chose to compete and he was chosen to compete in the in his first three point shootout contest, which he won over the likes of Dirk Nowitzki, Steve Nash, Allen Houston, and Pedro Stoyakovich. So uh so the, his first three point shootout, he gets his first win there. And then that same year uh, he, Sam Cassell, and Glenn Robinson went all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals 
for the Milwaukee Bucks, but they lost to the Philadelphia 76ers in seven games. That was, <clears throat> and then actually he gets to meet up in that series with Allen Iverson and those Philadelphia 76ers who would go on to the NBA Finals to face the Lakers. So, <clears throat> so in 2002-2003, about halfway through the season, um, Ray Allen, along with Ronald Murray, Kevin Ollie, who was his actually his UConn teammate, and a future first-round pick that turned out being Luke uh, Rittenauer, was traded to Seattle, and that was in exchange for Gary Payton, the longtime Supersonic uh, Gary Payton, and Desmond Mason. So, so Ray Allen goes from Milwaukee to Seattle now, and then that following season, he played only in about fifty-five games due to various injuries. So he wasn't able to play out the full year there. Um, and then in 2004-2005, he bounced back with um, scoring nearly 24 points per game, 4.4 rebounds, 3.7 assists, and a little over a steal per game there. So, And then two years later, he would then score average of what was a career high for him, uh, 26.4 points per game. With uh, four and a half rebounds, a little over four assists, and a steal and a half per game. And in that same year, he would score his career high of 54 points that he scored against Utah. But in that same season, he only played 55 games to due to um, surgeries that he had on both of his ankles. So... And then in that offseason, as he was recovering, Seattle's trades him and Glenn Davis to Boston for Jeff Green, Wally Serbiak, Delonte West, and a 2008 second-round pick. So, so he ends up over there with Boston, and then he finally gets to pair up with uh, Kevin Garnett, who also ends up in Boston. Uh, during his time there, he captured his first NBA championship uh, with Garnett, the loathsome Paul Pierce, uh, that guy, and Rajon Rondo. And this happened in 2007-2008. They beat the Lakers in the finals four games to two. So... Uh, Ray Allen captures his first title there as part of that big three of uh, him, Garnett, and Pierce. The following year, they Boston loses in the Eastern Conference semifinals to the upstart Orlando Magic with Dwight Howard uh, and those guys there. Uh, and that was a grueling seven-game series that they lost. And then in 2009-2010, he made it back. Um, he made it back to the finals with Boston, um, and, but they ended up losing to the Lakers this time, four games to three. 
Then in the next two years with Boston, the the Boston Big Three could not overtake uh, the newly formed at the time Miami Heat with their Big Three of LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. So they uh, actually, those two years, each year Miami Heat took them out of the playoffs. So in consecutive seasons. So when the 2011-2012 season was over, uh, Ray Allen becomes a free agent. Um, and feeling that he was kind of disrespected uh, for his contributions over there in Boston, given the fact that they're the big three, he's, he's, he thought of himself as kind of the forgotten person of the big three. So he goes and signs with the Miami heat. And of course, uh, guys like Paul Pierce were in their feelings and called him a traitor and all this kind of stuff. So, so he goes to Boston. He, no, he leaves Boston and goes to Miami to join up with those guys there. In 2012, 2013, he was a key bench player for the for Miami's march back to the finals and getting a win. Um, and actually, they played the San Antonio Spurs, and in Game Six, in that finals, he hit what many say is probably the biggest shot of his life—a three-pointer that ties the game uh, with the Spurs and sends it to overtime. And in a game that day, the Miami Heat eventually won. So, so uh, yeah, and there, a lot of people call that the shot that's that saved LeBron's legacy. So, um, yeah, so big, big shot hit by Ray Allen. Not surprised. He's he has a few of these on his resume, even dating back to college. So, uh, so nothing he can't handle. So. So then he gets his second NBA championship, this time with the Miami Heat. After the 2013-14 season, Ray Allen becomes a free agent again. So um, not really a lot of offers because I guess people were feeling that he was pretty much done. So he ends up sitting uh, sitting out that following season, the uh 2014-15 season. Then when free agency comes in um, for 2016, you know, some teams had had interests, like the Boston Celtics, believe it or not, they had interests in bringing him back and his first team that he came in with, Milwaukee Bucks. But Ray Allen decided to hang it up for good um, November 2016 so and then in the year 2018 he was inducted into the hall of fame and then this year 2021 he was named to the nba 75 75th anniversary team so uh it comes full circle for ray allen and when he retired he was the number he was number one in three-point goals made, not only in regular season, 
that he did in 2011 beating Reggie Miller's uh, record. But he also is the playoffs um, leader in three-point goals made. I believe that still stands, if I'm not mistaken. So, so right now, uh, Steph Curry is approaching that. So, uh, it's pretty much a fait accompli. So, so Ray Allen, let's look at his career numbers here. Uh, his seven years in Milwaukee, he scored 19.6 points per game with 4.6 rebounds, 3.8 assists, 1.3 steals. He shot 45% from the field, 40.6 from three-point range, and nearly 88% from the free throw line. He was always an outstanding free throw shooter. And he made three all-star games in those seven seasons. Then when he moved on to Seattle and he played there for the five years, he averaged 24.6 points per game, 4.6 rebounds, 4.2 assists, 1.3 steals, 44% from the field, 38.6 from three-point range, and nearly 90% from the free throw line with four all-star appearances. And then once he moved on to Boston, he averaged 16.7 points per game in those five seasons, 3.4 rebounds, 2.7 assists, 47.2% from the field, nearly 41% from three-point range, and 91.4% from the free throw line. And he's appeared in three all-star games, winning the, the one championship with Boston. And then in his two years with Miami, he only started in nine games in those two seasons, by the way. 10.3 points per game, 2.8 rebounds, 1.8 assists, shooting 44.6% from the field, 38 39.8 from three-point range and 89.4 from the free throw line with the one championship. So he made, he was a two-time All-NBA on the All-NBA team. Three times he led the league in three-point goals made. Um, he dropped seven three-pointers three in the finals. In a finals game, he did that twice. No other player has done that at the time. And then he has the most three-point goals made in a final series with 22. So uh, a lot of records he holds. He also holds Boston's record for consecutive free throws made with 72. He beat Larry Bird's record of 71. Uh, he won a gold medal. In the 2000 Olympics, he won the Joe Dumas Sportsman, Sportsmanship Award in 2002-2003. He was the ultimate teammate. And, and also, he, he, has a, he has acting credits on his resume. He, uh, he played Jesus Shuttlesworth opposite... Denzel Washington, who played his father in the Spike Lee directed, he he got game. And he's also appeared in a couple of other things like 
uh, Harvard Man, a, a movie with, uh, I think, Sarah Michelle Gellert, and then uh, he appeared in Uncle Drew Chapter 4, which Kyrie Irving directed, actually, uh, believe it or not. And that had himself, B Baron Davis, and uh, J.B. Smoove in that. So, so Ray Allen, we salute you as Steph Curry uh, should be breaking your record probably on Monday evening. So, uh, we definitely give big ups to you. A stellar career, the ultimate teammate the ultimate three-point shooter, and just a mild-mannered man who was pretty much uh, <laughs> a lights-out shooter. So we give tribute to you, Ray Allen, and we thank you for your contributions to the game. So, all right, guys, so I'm going to end it right here. So, uh, again, we thank you for listening to the All Things Basketball podcast with your boy GD. And until then, I will talk to you later. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can follow me on my Facebook page, GD That Sports Dude. You also can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And also on Twitter, you can find me at GD That Sport Dude. Also, you can email me at That Sports Dude GD at gmail.com. You can also support me through my Zelle at that same email address. And also on anchor.fm slash GD That Sports Dude. You can hit the support button there to contribute to this podcast and also like me there as well. And again, I thank you for listening to this content.